They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. Hey. To another episode of the dopest podcast on earth. This is Chief Splash. Where we kick you six news stories of the week, pop culture news stories if you haven't heard. But uh, I'm your host, Bradley Baxter, and always with my man Chris Bucky Watt. I'm here. This is me. Rocking it out. <laughs> Rocking it out. Making it happen. Making it happen. Rocking it out. Shaking Whatever the, the kids say. Who knows? We are in season four, episode number 151. Wow, what a road. What a road. I know, right? Still still trekking yeah, along. What a thing. Trekking along. We're here. We're here. <laughs> we're, st- we're out here. Uh, today we got a lot to talk about, Chris. We're, we decided we wanted to kind of throw some weight into these, these MCU and its multiverse of madness, which seem to be nothing but rumors and... Heavily involving Spider-Man 3, which has been pretty much a mess for, I mean, even b- mm-hmm. before... All over the place. D23 last year. That was like... Yeah, that's been quite the... It's been speculation and all kinds of craziness and then new stuff and fake stuff and yes. and everything. It's, it's been a wild ride. It's been a wild, spidery ride. And it keeps getting weirder and weirder. So we're going to break that down and, and let you know... Because what really got me to, to think of this idea to do this was I was hanging out with one of my friends and I was trying to break down this, explain this multiverse Spider-Man thing to her. And like, I was trying to explain why I didn't think it was a good idea. And I didn't have, I, she just was like, I don't get it. Like, why, why does it matter? Like, what do you, like, and I couldn't, I couldn't really explain myself very well. I'd also been, right. I had a few beverages too. I'd had a few adult cocktails. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, all right, if I can't explain it, then we and Chris need to have a conversation about it and really just, because we haven't had that conversation yet. Every news story that pops up, you know, I throw, throw at you and then talk minimal about it, but we don't, we never really have yet to sit down and like talk about it. So that's what, all right, right. That's what we're doing today. Um, and we'll, we'll go over all of that, but. Uh, some upcoming episodes and announcement. Uh, the next episode of The Mandalorian Chapter 10, will, uh, where we break down the, the latest Mandalorian episode, is immediately following this podcast. And then coming up in a few days, we'll get Chapter 11, which I believe is called The Bounty. So this is season two is starting to build and build really quickly. So that'll be uh, right. And that's always fun. That's always a fun show. Right. And we Yeah, that, it's a it's a good it's nice, it's quick, it breaks it down, gets some cool insight, we have some fun recapping the awesome episode, and then boom, we're, we're right on to the next. So it's cool. I'm excited for this one. And a spoiler, one of us has a different opinion than the other. Ooh. But you have to tune whoa, in whoa, whoa. to check that out. We'll we'll never tell. We'll never tell. Uh, and then later this this year's been an awkward one, so we're kind of in this new sure has. uh territory uh trailblazing for our content so it should be very interesting to see what we can pull together since uh the latest with movies which we'll talk about on the show Uh we got some uh new marvel stuff as well as some star wars stuff so chris i'm gonna kick it back to you but let's just get into some news baby not cool here's some sad news we're gonna open with some you know not great news at all which is who is Alex Trebek? Unfortunately, uh, Alex Trebek has passed away. He had a really difficult battle with pancreatic cancer. Um, the admired Jeopardy host was 80 years old. A spokesperson for Jeopardy told TMZ, Jeopardy is saddened to share that Alex Trebek passed away peacefully at home earlier this morning, surrounded by family and friends. A true loss, a, a true TV icon, um, a, such a big personality. And I mean, everyone knows Trebek. And everybody loves Jeopardy. So what what a, what a huge loss. 
Yeah, and you know, we didn't really talk about this on the show either, but I find it somewhat comforting and at least to like look back on both these guys' lives and also incorporate Saturday Night Live. I mean, sure. the Jeopardy sure. episodes with Will Ferrell as Alex Rebecca. And Sean Connery. With Sean Connery. With Daryl Hannah as Sean yes, Connery. Were some of my And they favorites. pass away, what, two two days between each other? They pass away, yeah. something like that? Or maybe five days? Right. So that's, uh, un- Unreal. Well, yeah, it's a weird, weird connection there. But, um, I mean, two days before that, I think one of, there was a contestant who had just announced, like, on the show was like, thank you so much, Trebek. Like, you, because of you, I learned English. Like, my grandfather used to sit me on mm-hmm. his lap and we watch the show. Such a sweet moment. And then... Uh, Two days later, uh, Alex Trebek passed. But hindsight, not really hindsight. They will air the last, I believe, two weeks of episodes um, that Trebek did. And I'm sure in the meantime, they're going to try and find a host or maybe take a hiatus. I don't know. It It seems like um, last time we kind of checked in on this whole thing, it seemed like he had a good handle on it. But... Yeah. Much like a Chadwick yeah, these things. Yeah. What a shitty, what a shitty, you know, pancreatic cancer is one of the worst. And um, it just, uh, tar- he was fighting a good fight, but it's such a, it's such a vile type of cancer, you know, and it's, un- it's really unfortunate. I, I, I agree. You know, I don't know what Jeopardy does moving forward, but I think, you know, because you don't have that kind of thing. I think that um, Bob Barker retired and Drew Carey took over for him. I don't think, yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, you know, now they have to go into that process. But I'm sure they'll take some time to find somebody that fits and can be there. And they'll do a good honor. I mean, I don't know about you, but, like, after he died, my social media feed was just, like, every brand I follow was blowing up Alex Trebek. So that just shows what he had. And um, and he was such an icon for all of us here. So it's really it's a big loss. Yeah, I, I mean, this is an iconic game show. Um, I mean, who doesn't know what Jeopardy is? Yeah, the theme song, everything about it. Yeah, it's iconic. It, I mean, it's up there with like Wheel of Fortune and Family Feud. Sure. Like cl- those are classic games. Uh, classic games been around for years and years and years and years. And and like you so. said, Price is Right as well. Um, but Chris, Alex Trebek, you will be missed. You, yes, that's right. He will be missed. Uh, speaking of things being missed, Chris, with the pandemic <laughs> moving straight along and just. Bum rushing everything. I'll see you later, Trebek. On to movies. <laughs> <laughs> December movies. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. December movies are getting pulled uh, for, again, another pushback in the Hollywood movie industry. Uh, Ugh, we're just getting farther and farther yeah, away from movies. Yeah, Disney has officially pulled their 20th Century Studios Fox movies. Uh, excuse me, not Fox. 20th Century Studios. Uh, movies Free Guy and Death uh, on the Nile of the December calendar, okay. leaving a grim, immediate future in place for uh, exhibition, which was uh, praying to make a buck during the Hollywood, I mean, excuse me, the holiday season. This move, uh, which happened on Thursday, leaves Warner Brothers Wonder Woman 1984 left standing on Christmas Day, though anyone with a brain is betting <laughs> that the movie moves to 2021 for the exact same reason. Uh, the Ryan Reynolds action comedy Free Guy was set to debut December 11th with the uh, all-star ensemble uh, Death on the Nile, which is a sequel to the other movie. Um, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah, go. It's even got um, mm. Kenneth Branagh is reprising his role as Hercule Poirot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so just like that that one with obviously had an all-star cast and now they're doing the same thing again, packing a bunch of people in here for an Agatha Christie murder mystery. So, But again, kicked out. So now... We're just going to keep waiting and waiting and waiting, aren't we? Yes, which um, AMC, this is just a little side bit. Um, AMC announced, I believe, on November 4th that they would do private theater rentals, which they had a amazing request for, except not all areas are open, so they can't really do that. Still shut down here in New York, so uh, yeah, this has been a, it's been a rough one. For movies, man, you keep thinking they're gonna. I mean, Tenet opened up and it was, it was exciting for a second there, but. Mm-hmm. It was. It was like, oh, cool, we're gonna have something back normal, and then it's like, nah. It's just with the numbers going back up, it's just the worst place you can be. So it it's not a surprising move, but especially for for two movie junkies like you and I, it's a it's a dark day. Yeah. It's a dark what, day. Uh, what what are your thoughts about Wonder Woman? You think that gets pushed back, or you think it that might slip? 
flipping the. No, they'll push it back again. They'll push it back again. You know, luckily it's finished. And Brad, speaking of things that are finished, <laughs> tell me, Chris, what what else is finished besides Wonder Woman? <laughs> Wanda Wanda Vision is finished. So. Here we go. Thanks to the wonders of social media, crew members involved with WandaVision have let it slip that production has officially wrapped photography in a now deleted ooh, that's ooh, I see. post from Instagram. Producer Dylan Klump, it was revealed the upcoming Disney Plus show wrapped production production, excuse me, earlier this month. Klump didn't flat out reveal what the project he was a part of that what what it was that wrapped though he managed to leave a few identifiers before marvel cinematic universe fans discovered them and shared screenshots around the internet so without being legally able to say it this guy clump uh was able to say that we're done we're out of principal photography now we can move into editing and then you'll have a show forced into your buttholes pretty soon which is awesome. which is supposed to be a big show uh as far as setting up what's to come Huge. but massive and and does it have it's it's got it they got to get it out it's one of those shows they got to push out because they got to keep everything else moving yeah but it, and it's important so chronologically speaking with the mcu stuff we're we're about to be all over the place because right we're gonna be way out of whack now yes because this uh because wandavision is supposed to go directly into doctor strange uh in the multi uh, multiverse of madness whatever in the multiverse of madness yes, yes. So, which we're not getting, are we maybe we maybe getting it next year? But not as of right now. I don't think we are. Or is it the year after? Mm-hmm. The year after now. Twenty twenty two. Or it was supposed to be. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Yeah, it was supposed to be twenty twenty one, but this year happened, right? Um, real a real kick in the nuts. Not to mention too, uh, that this show is supposed to come in into December. Like we're supposed to be having it December sometime do you think that's gonna right i mean do you think that's gonna get pushed back uh yeah yeah if they just finished shooting because of covid i'm sure it will get pushed back to february you need time to edit and there's gonna be a lot of special effects and things like that so it's gonna take time i guess it depends on what episode it is that they wrapped right right in the story because they could have a few episodes that's a good point yeah that's a and kind of push it, and they, that'll buy them some time because it'll do weekly releases like we've seen out of mm-hmm. Mandalorian. So that buys you a little time, but usually you want to have. I'm assuming it'll also be an eight episode, so you want to have five in the can ready to go. I think it's going to so be. Uh, you know, so I think it's going to be six. I think the Marvel stuff's going to only be... six. Good lord! But Why I think it's going to be going to be an hour though. Oh, so six hours? Okay, I can I can dig it or something like that. I don't I can't, I can't confirm that, but I can I can dig. So I was looking at the calendar, and because of our show the next episode i was trying to map it out and then i came back with with realizing that as of now it stands that wanda vision supposed to come out in december which would then overlap with um the mandalorian and then i was thinking like mm-hmm. would they both drop on friday would they have any interest of overlapping this but is it would it make a difference mm-hmm. so i that grew my curiosity but um, I don't know. I mean, we're supposed to get because originally we were supposed to get Winter Soldier and Falcon first, right? Yeah, it was in. Yeah, it was supposed to be that was gonna come first, and now everything's all out of whack. Yeah, so we're now we're gonna get like a a current timeline show. I mean, I guess they could run the, those two shows can run at the same time, right? In the mm-hmm. totally, they could just like bounce them back and forth. It just depends on what their projection looks like for what they need to put out there. If it says Hey guys, this one's got to go this way, and this they can't do them at the same time. Or we're just gonna—I feel like at this point it's a grab bag. Like the way that things keep moving, they're just gonna be like, "Okay, it turns out we're gonna give you Falcon and Soldier first because this had a problem, or somebody coughed into somebody's eyeballs, or whatever. So now we gotta give you this instead." Like they're just gonna be giving us whatever they can. But I'm excited to see it all. I'm still on board. Even I, I haven't—I've actually had some time to cleanse my palate from Marvel stuff. So now I want more again when maybe there could have been fatigue before. Right. That's a, that's a very good point, which everyone was concerned about. And now we're like, okay, no, we want it now. We're ready. Yeah, I want it. Give it to me. Yeah. I want more of that. And then we're going to get jumped, slapped into a prequel from like, for Black Widow. Yeah, kick yeah. us right in the nuts. Yeah, but I was always curious if, if... I don't think it's a prequel. I still don't think it's a prequel. What do you mean? It's not. It's going to happen after Endgame and some other... Multi- I think it's a para- I think it's a parallel. I think that that story takes place in different realities. My, that's my theory. Just to tie it, but that's a uni- that's a different universe. Well, so they can bring her back. Well, let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna 
tell you to hang on to that one. Maybe we bring it back uh, during. Hold on there, partner. <laughs> during our main topic. Um, but Chris, I'm, like I was telling you about The Mandalorian uh, earlier, there's also another Star Wars show in the making. Um, Star Wars New Russian oh, Doll. Okay. Earlier this year, Russian Doll creator Leslie Headland was announced to be creating a brand new Disney Plus Star Wars series. Currently untitled series is set to be a martial arts thriller with a female protagonist in uh, a point in time that has largely been unexplored within the Star Wars universe. Fans have been working okay. overtime trying to figure out exactly who, where, and when the story may include. But for Headland, those theories are something she avoids, at least for now. Now, this is a really strange quote uh, that was taken down. So it's <laughs> It, it was a weird to me, and I thought I would just say it, but this is what she said. Okay. She says, uh, I try to stay away from my show just because I'm trying to stay away from my show. In the same way that, like, when I open up my phone and it's on, you know, photo, it's like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> oh, interesting. I see what she's saying. Okay. It's a very confusing thing, but she's trying to basically say she doesn't like reading into the like whatever the people stuff are talking about the stuff she's already doing yes. yeah why would you want to look at yourself through someone else's lens yes when you're in the middle of doing exactly something? exactly an interesting concept though this this idea this line that keeps catching me and i'm sure it's catching a lot of star wars fans and theorists is a point in time that was that has largely been unexplored which makes me think more like mandalorian where too. is where yeah like mandalorian is a great example it takes place after the fall but before the other one so i'm trying to think in my head what's a what's another one what's another gap and and the gaps have all been filled by things so i'm curious to see what that's about like is it during empire strikes back but not a during that story is it yeah I, is it first is it first order you know after the first order fell is it directly after the ninth film like there are some pockets you know what i mean yeah i'm just curious to see more about this martial art martial thriller. arts thing is it's very interesting too i wonder if I mean, martial artists can use weapons, so it could just be a, a you know, it could be a lightsaber. I'm, yeah, we'll I mean, I, I would say also, too, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, I mean, a Jedi could know, have some martial arts, like, right, training? Sure, they know all kinds of flippity-floppity, swingity-dingities. Um, which would, I mean, this is a good thing, I think, for Star Wars, considering, you know, they've been catching a lot of flack, but Mandalorian's keeping the, the brand. Yeah. On. It'd be nice to have some more content that is easily digestible that people really like hopefully with this one too and um you know just like the like you said you know the mandalorian does that really well people are on board and they're so on board that boy do i have some baby yoda news for you kick it at me <laughs> you're never gonna believe this one uh, this is baby is yoda this, this, is, this is spoilers if you haven't seen chapter 10 right oh yeah if you haven't seen chapter 10 you should plug your ear holes for like a minute and 20 seconds, let's just say. Um, this one's called Baby Yoda Genocide. People people who heard that before the spoiler are like, oh my God, they killed all the Baby Yoda. No, it's not that. Uh, according, okay, so there's a fan theory that's circling around out there that Baby Yoda, in the last episode, he knew that the frog person's eggs were in trouble. So he swallowed them to keep them safe, not to eat them. So in the next episode, if it's a, it will be a continuation because the frog lady needs to take the Mandalorian to the frog husband to take him to the Mandalorians. So something will happen where the eggs get destroyed. And when all hope seems lost for the frog people, baby Yoda will spit those eggs. He ate up and save the day. Almost like he's keeping them in a little pocket. Is it also possible? He turned him into poop. Sure. <laughs> but it's possible. He's going to save the day. An interesting fan theory. An interesting thing. I could see that coming into fruition because there was the moment the, the, I know where this is coming from. This is it's from, coming from the moment where he found the egg container and he put his little hand against it, and they all started to kind of float towards yeah. him. And then all of a sudden he was eating them, and it was this weird thing. It's like, why would he do that to connect with them and then start eating them? Also, you know, why would he? But he's also eating. It just I, he's also eating frogs in the he's past. Eating frogs. Yes. But maybe those are actual food, and the eggs he's keeping safe. We don't know his gene or his physiology. So an interesting thing. I'm very uh, yeah. I'm very yeah. Interesting. The uh, the phrasing "baby Yoda genocide." Uh, comes from Kevin Smith, who has said that him eating those eggs was basically genocide. So, I mean, it was, it was weird. I would say genocide, except for the there is one thing. It's not the frog people species that he was eating the eggs of. It's just that family line. <laughs> 
So it's like he was eating. If if they had twenty kids, he ate ten of the twenty kids. He didn't eat the last ten surviving frog people. <laughs> way to way to so. break it down for those who are like, well, that's Genocide. that's nasty. be right. Um, but I I did think that was an interesting story, uh, in theory, because it was a very, very weird thing. Totally see that happening. And I when we talked about this episode um, on the next episode couple days ago we didn't really touch on him eating the eggs we just were like but i was surprised to see all the blowback of fans on that i didn't hadn't realized Mm -hmm. that people were hitting the webs like i can't believe baby yoda i didn't think about it until i read this story i was like oh he's eating those baby eggs I was like, this is a pretty strong, this is a pretty strong well, the, uh, abortion exactly, message. Yeah. And then Kevin Smith to come out and be like, it's basically genocide. Oh my God. It's genocide. It's not genocide. It's just mass murder. There's difference. <laughs> well, speaking of tragedies, Chris, uh, I'm going to call this the next story, Uh-oh. a pirate booty. Uh, Johnny Depp filmed only one scene for Fantastic Beasts 3 before he was asked to resign by Warner Brothers, but will receive his full salary of over $10 million. Wow. Uh, wow, what a day's work. Right. Uh, the actor joined Harry Potter prequel franchise shortly before Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them hit theaters in 2016. With it later being revealed, Depp had been cast as Dark Wizard. Was this? Gellert? It's, it, it's Gellert. Gellert Grindelwald. <laughs> Grindelwald, nailed it. Perfect. Uh, at the time of his casting, <laughs> the actor joining Warner Brothers family friendly franchise was already controversial due to allegations of domestic abuse uh levied by uh levied against depths yeah amber heard back in 2016 warner brothers and harry potter author fantastic b screenwriter jk rowling stood behind depth i gotta say before we talk depth here though after reading that last sentence having jk rowling stand behind you is probably not the best person to have it's career. not a badge of honor nowadays. It, it used to be. Now it's nothing. No. Um, it's not worth a pot to piss in. So Depp's in some stuff right now. and He's obviously been removed from Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, kind of under the radar, and now this, but he's still getting paid for this. So um, I also thought I read that Amber Heard is being asked to step down from Aquaman. Have you heard anything about I know that there's a I know that there is a petition with over a million signatures to have her removed. Um I think that's a fan thing. I think is that a I Johnny think and Depp this is one of those things, right? I, I I would say yes, but um here's the deal about this whole case. If you start to like dig into it and read about it, um Johnny Depp's a crazy dude. We already know yes. that. He's got his issues. I don't discredit the a lot of the allegations that she put forward in this it's not just like well he's johnny depp and you these you're saying ridiculous things i think that allegations she put forth are very true but i also think the allegations he put forth are true like this is like a he said she said where it's not like like blame each other i think that they're both telling the truth it's just maybe the shit he did was worse like like you know she obviously him hitting her that whole thing came to light and it was like is it happening? Is it not happening? But then there's other stories of like her like throwing like glass bottles at him and like like it was just it was a very crazy, violent not it was not let's not say violent. Let's say it was a very unhealthy relationship they had from somebody who was crazy and someone who was young and maybe maybe she's a little crazy too, who knows? So I think it's a weird thing where it's not just people being like, You hurt Johnny Depp, now we're gonna hurt you. I think it's the thing where like this case, if you read the files, you're like, um, it seems like you both fucking hated each other. <laughs> So now Johnny Depp gets asked to leave. You should be asked to leave too. So I don't know what that's called. I don't even know if I really have a, I'm not, I don't have like a platform where I'm like, well, you should stand behind Johnny. I'm just on this one. When I, the more I look into it, the more I get alerts about the thing. I'm like, what the fuck's going on over there? Yeah, it just seems- Like if it was just like a straightforward Jose Canseco, like Jose Canseco beat the fuck out of whoever. Uh, it's like, oh, that's a bad, that's like a wife beater. Like, I know other, other people, didn't, not Greg Maddox, that other guy. Chipper Jones beat his wife up. You know, all, you're like, oh, fuck that guy. But this one's like, yeah, he, he hit her. And then she stabbed him in the throat with a knife. And then and then she kicked his dog into the pool. And then he drove her car into a cliff. You're like, what's happening? And meanwhile, J.K. Rowling's like, I stand behind Johnny, but I don't like transgenders. Don't like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, boy, you made a, you took a big swing there. So a weird thing. It doesn't surprise me. I'm interested to see where Johnny Depp's career goes from here. Yeah. This has been such a giant... Uh, black mark on him for the last few yep. years. He also had, and he's also Warner in, Brothers saying he was also in trouble with another movie 
that he was, I think, directing, and he assaulted somebody there. He was at. He's been in trouble with everything. The dude drinks like freaking three bottles of vodka a day. They say. Yeah, he's just like the guy's a freak. He's he's an animal. So what do you? I don't see a, a bright future for his acting career unless you know. But people have trends. People have things that wake them up. You know, maybe he wakes up and has a resurgence. And then he already does all he the already, shit right. He already we, had like a resurgence. I thought. He can have another one. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean saved him, and maybe you know, maybe he'll save himself this time. Um, get the help he needs. I did read an article that it that was basically saying something along the lines that Colin Farrell can't come in to redo the character because I think he's either not available or the story might get weird. Uh, but those are just rumors. I I could see them making that work though. Right. Unless it really is a scheduling issue. I mean, he already played him once. It wouldn't be such a leap. It's going to be a leap, but people get re- that. That's the thing. We're so used to the MCU and that type of film now where everything's fucking hunky dory. Right. You don't recast anybody, but people forget that, you know, that was a normal thing in the very beginning. Rhodey got recast and they, ne- it's never talked Incredible about. It's Hulk like, got recast. In the old days, that was a, in the old days that happened in movies all the time. You get a sequel and somebody would just be fucking different. And you'd be like, Oh, that's Tommy Thompson. They're like, yeah, it doesn't matter who, who's the actor who gives a shit. And nowadays we're like, um, I see you made a creative change. Like, shut up. <laughs> and this one, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they just said, no, this is like we cast freaking blankety blanc, like freaking well, Skarsgård, the, the old one. And he's the bad guy now. Eat a dick. <laughs> that would be the simplest way to do it, I guess. But uh, I, <laughs> these movies kind of suck. So. Yeah, that's been hard, too, with this. I'm trip. surprised like, even if, trying to make a third one after all. Well, I guess they have to now because they have to pay Johnny Depp. They got to finish it. They got to finish it. Yeah. They need the money to pay him. The second one was uh, no, was, wasn't was fun. The first one wasn't good enough. So unless this third one blows it out of the water, we'll see what happens. It's, I mean, and it could. This will have the very famous, you know, uh, Albus Dumbledore and Grindelwald duel. Uh, and so that's that's something for Harry Potter fans to look forward to. Yeah, but I can't... Because they were gay lovers. <laughs> but I can't see... Uh, True story. <laughs> can't see too many people behind J.K. Rowling right now. Anyway, Chris, I think it's that time we say... Good we news. We read the news. Good news. We got some crazier stuff to, and intricate things to talk about, so let's get into this main topic. We've all been feeding a little Marvel stuff. We've been talking a lot of Batman this year, but today we're talking the MCU and its multiverse of madness. Um, there's so much to dive into here with Sony, with uh, with Disney. So I I did my best to break this down to kind of create a timeline. But uh, bef- after I wrote this down, I did some more research and looked at a few things, and it's been sprinkled throughout the MCU uh, about a multiverse, but it's kind of been in the background. Um, we see in Thor to the Dark World, what's his name? The the professor who's in the loony bin. He's got like all the uh-huh. he's he's yep. got all the multiverse That's the scars guard I was talking there about you go. earlier. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's put he's got all the math and stuff on a chalkboard that apparently is related to that. And then also in the last Spider Man film, uh Far From Home, it's the they they kind of tease us with the trailers that, like there was a multiverse and that Quentin Beck was from a different dimension. He's from Earth, blah, blah, blah. And this was Earth 616. Um, so I guess, before, which turned out in the movie, which is a spoiler if you haven't seen the movie, but it turns out that wasn't the case, that he was just a disgruntled Stark employee. But for those who don't know, Chris, why don't you tell us what exactly uh, a multiverse is definitively? Oh wow, what a great question. Is that in the notes here? Or no, am I supposed to I, I, just, the cuff? I, just, I just thought of that and I was like, we should probably explain what a multiverse is for those who may not know. Multiverse is basically what it sounds like in the sense that there are multiple universes, multiple realities, if that makes you more comfortable. Not dimensions, dimensions are different. Multiple realities would be that uh, there are an infinite number of Earths. You think about it like a line. One on top of um, the other. When you're looking at our, or you can do one on top of the other, or you can side do it next side. to each other. You yeah. can be swiping through. Like think of it, think of it as Tinder. You know, you <laughs> you swipe, but it doesn't matter how you swipe. Either way you go, it gives you a different Earth that's just a little bit different. So maybe, and however approximately close an Earth is to you, in theory, would have the least amount of changes. So the Earth right next to this Earth 
has something as small, and I'm talking this as an infant. We're saying unlimited. The multiverse is infinite, meaning that the universe next to ours, the closest one to us, the only thing different in it is maybe that I have black hair, black uh, hair, and you have not even that. It could it can be even more. It can be even smaller than that. It could be something like the fact that somebody farted different, <laughs> like the sound was different. That's the only thing that's different. But then when you go farther, let's say you go 10 million away. Now we're talking like you and I are different people. We have different voices. Then you go a billion away. And now the Golden Gate Bridge is green. You go 10 billion away from where we are right now. And then the Nazis won the war. And that's where it really gets in this thing. People really like the multiverse. You don't need to think about it like I just the array, the minutia. What you need to think about is the idea that it's a realities where things are different for one reason or another. Something happened. Mostly we are focused on ones where cataclysmic events or large events did or did not occur. A great example always nazis winning world war ii that's a big one you'll see another one what's another one uh the idea that uh you know that the moon crashed into the earth at some point or that the russians the, won the space uh, we, race well, which they kind of did but yes like the russians won the space they, they race won, they put the first yes. man on the moon versus us exactly yes. so they're, they're all different and now you know in, in comics it's been a big thing for a long time this idea of I mean, crisis on infinite earths is one of the biggest most famous uh, that happened with DC in the 80s? Yeah. Um, uh, my question... Yeah, where everything's different. So now we're seeing... We're, we're getting some real deep stuff here. And and most recently, it is good to say that... I, I know you see it on here, but the biggest reference for people who are like, oh, yeah, I like that idea, Into the Spider-Verse. If you watch that movie, the idea is those Spider-Men are all from different realities of Spider-Man, obviously. So that there you go. There's a multiverse in a nutshell. True. That's a, that's a good point. Um, My question... My last question for you is... In in the movie Endgame, we see or we're told by um, tell me more, feed me, Tilda Swinton. Man, oh, you're talking about the oh, oh I see what you're saying. You're talking about the ancient the one. ancient one. Thank you. Um, yeah. So she explains that every when they take the stones or remove something from the past, it creates a separate timeline. From from just an MCU perspective, is there a difference between a branch of timeline in the multiverse, or is that technically the same thing? Oh boy, this is where it gets a little technical because that one was definitely the stones and them taking them out, and that, that that's different. That's what dimensional I thought. Dimensional okay. issues, thought. dimensional issues, and time issues are are actually I should say dimensional issues and reality multiverse issues are different. Time is a dimensional issue because time is the fourth dimension. So it is a dimensional issue. It causes it, it causes problems in your own universe. A multiverse issue affects multiples. It can cause collapsing realities. It can do all kinds of terrible things. All right, all right. So hopefully you caught up with us because we're getting we're 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 traveling down some nerd territory, hardcore, which I love. Well, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. People. Exactly. All right. Let's start with Into the Spider Verse. Um, this is what Chris said is a great example of a small world multiverse kind of concept which sony um again we'll, we'll, let me backtrack just a little bit here uh for those who don't know the spider-man character is owned by sony and is being borrowed by marvel and disney to create spider-man films this is a very intricate thing so sony saw very huge success with uh the animated multiverse film and the door was cracked open that people were willing to buy into the complex story arc of a multiverse. And this is where it just kind of starts the, the, the snowball. Because at first it was like, ah, I don't know, people might not be able to understand this. But that saw huge success. People fell in love with Miles Morales. The art was perfect. I don't, it was one of the best movies of that year, if not. Right. Yeah. In the comic book world, definitely. Um, I mean, it's maybe the the best. Right. Okay, so after that, we don't really hear any rumors about the multiverse and what it means. There's been a lot of rumors lately about Spider-Man, and we're going to get to that. But uh, after that, at D23, right before D23, actually, uh, there's a big news announcement that Spider-Man's leaving the MCU, Sony and Disney are having problems, and then D23 happens where it was very awkward for Tom Holland because he was there to promote Onward, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I remember. And he was 
very monotone and he wouldn't people were asking him about what's happening with that and he couldn't say anything and kevin feige was like it's been great having spider-man it was very sad and like in a in a com in a convention that was supposed to be like so exciting right they just had this undertone mm-hmm. but uh kevin feige yeah the whole yeah. thing it's exciting it's exciting <laughs> and then and then it's like heartbreaking because tom holland's sad <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Kevin Feige announced the slate for the MCU, and he announced that um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was going to crack things open. And they didn't really get into yeah, details. This is going to be the buster. Yeah, yeah this is this is the one that's going to do it all. So they announced that, and people are going like, "Oh, we're going to crack over the multiverse." And at that point, though, Spider Man wasn't the focus of this multiverse, right? Not. Not even a little bit. No, the whole thing had been driven by. This is supposed to be a horror Doctor movie. Strange. Uh, with Scott. Scott yeah, Dickerson. it's gonna be a scary movie, and yeah, or it's gonna have horror elements, and it's gonna be this weird, like psychedelic trip. And the idea of doing it opens up to all these other possibilities for things. And all of a sudden, all we're hearing now is these Spider-Man. Rumors, right. Actually, you know? now that I think about it, because when they announced that, there was no Spider-Man in the MCU <laughs> when they announced this. So that makes sense. Right, exactly. So, af- exactly. so after this happened, Sony and Disney, uh, they come to an agreement. Now, this is a very, this is where it gets interesting. Uh, the terms of the new deal were not revealed 100%, but uh, it would allow Marvel and its chief, Kevin Feige, to produce and run Creative Point on one more Spider-Man movie, which is Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland. And then Spider-Man would then appear in a future Marvel movie. Now, this would probably be like the Avengers team-up movie, but it's it's sure. only one. And it's... Okay. As of now. I mean, we don't... Depending on how things go, there may be more movies if they want to play in the sandbox together. But here's the breakdown of that deal, which is very interesting. And, and I know we're giving a lot of information, so so follow me on this. But the terms... Okay, I'm, I'm buckled in. Shabby, Tell me the rules. Get ready for the potty, pal. Uh, so any character first appearing in a Spider-Man titled film, Sony can use wherever and whenever. Now, an example of that would be Michael Keaton, who first appeared as uh, the Vulture in Homecoming, was also seen recently in the Morbius trailer. Right. So they have free reign to use Michael Keaton's character whenever they feel like it whatever depending on whatever um now the other side of that is that any previous mcu character can only be used in a spider-man titled film and the recent example of that is uh dr strange has been announced that he's going to make an appearance in the spider-man 3 so we're talking like war machine falcon scarlet witch black widow uh Black Panther, whoever. They can all appear in a Spider-Man titled film. However, they can But none of the other none ones. of the other ones like a Venom or they Morbius. They can't be in Morbius or Venom. Okay. So that's where it gets tricky and, com- Blade. and confusing. Right. So, no, Blade will be okay. Bla- well, Blade's a MCU character. Yeah, yeah, so it'll be yeah. fine. Wow. So it's getting confusing, but more than this is coming out and this this is why this is important. So in the Morbius trailer, we saw Michael Keaton, as well as some street art. Now we're talking multiverse stuff and where the rumors have mm-hmm. have technically. I feel like the multiverse with Spider-Man has been sprinkled upon us that we, which has caught up to us, and now we're like full on what's going sure. what's going on, right? We're really yes. in it. We're really in it. All now. Right, so we we get that Morbius trailer and we see Michael Keaton, and we also see uh, Jared Leto running through an alley where there's a street art. That's uh, of Spider-Man, uh, and he's tagged as mm-hmm. he's tagged as a murderer. Now, the interesting thing right. about this was that uh, the Spidey suit on this was this wasn't the suit from the MCU movies. I remember this. It was the Tobey Maguire suit, which was in the 2000s, right. the first Spider-Man movie. Everyone was like weird about that, but wasn't like oh. Toby Maguire must be coming. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like talks. No, they were just like, "Oh, that's a cool Easter." Egg. It felt like an Easter egg. Like, "Oh, they give us a little retro Spider-Man outfit." Cool. Right. So, <laughs> next thing to happen after that was uh, Scott Dickerson parting ways, and Sam Raimi was yes. kind of, uh, signed on. Yeah. For those who don't know, Sam Raimi directed the first Spider-Man movies with Toby Maguire. 
Um, he, yes, he, he did. Was, so now it, it, the plot thickens. You're starting to see stuff kind of start to connect here. Sam Raimi was signed on to direct the new Doctor Strange film after create uh, a creative fallout with the director Scott Dickerson. And the name Sam Raimi and Multiverse was a bomb, I feel like, that kind of started... Oh, yeah. The, peop- the internet started to boil. The thinking. internet started to boil up uh-huh. a little bit. With all these... Couldn't help itself. They're like, yeah, is Multiverse, is Tobey Maguire going to be in Doctor Strange? All this stuff happens, right? And then it, New York Comic Con 2019, and then we're going to talk some DC fandom, which happened this year. Uh, there was a panel, at, if you remember, Chris, because you were there with me, um, Hell yeah. DC went on this whole panel and it wasn't a good panel. It didn't go over well. It was Mm-mm. very awkward. No. But it was weird. But what they did was they explained, they tried to explain how their multiverse and how everything was connected. It was messy to say the whereas least. Whereas everything was in the same universe, but it was all different multiverse is. And yeah, it was it was confusing and they had a what what would you call that chart? It wasn't it was like a it was like a oh, Google, it was like a flow chart, it was like a Google like sheet like of like two, millions of things. Yeah. yeah, it looked like a Google sheet. Too many columns about how things. We can't show you everything. But we can show you this. They brought up a thing that's like, what the, what the hell am I looking at here? Yeah, you Captain? can't even read it from. We were like in the front row, and then the idea or whatever got fired. So that yes, shows you how well yes, that went over. Yes. Um. Now this is where it gets interesting to me because I I felt that DC did a great job with this. Michael Keaton was announced that he was coming back to reprise his role as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie, which it, prior to this right. prior to this news, this that Flash movie was like trash. Just yeah, just like nobody even knew it was gonna happen. And and right before that, he had didn't he just assault a fan? Yeah, well, no, he did, but he didn't. Like, like a the joke. internet went crazy that he body slammed, but it was just like. It was like an act that, that was going on. It was not like it was not a real confrontation. Yeah, it was weird. Needless to say, he's weird in general. I think no one really. I don't know. I he seems very interesting, but he, whatever. He's Flash, and I thought they would get rid of this movie at this point, but they announced Michael Keaton. But when this happened, I was all in. I was like, oh, that's dope. Multiverse works there. I see what they're doing. It's they're tying it back, and this is where I think I start to have. This is where I I feel like there's a difference between the MCU's multiverse and DC's multiverse. And I feel like like it's Uh though it's always absolutely not who does it first, but who does it better. However, doing something else that someone already done is still can be questionable. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So at fandom. Then they kind of came out to reveal that everything that their DC's ever done is all been in this multiverse, and now they're starting to bring back Ben Affleck, Jared Leto, uh, Michael Keaton, and they're all trying to tie this ribbon around this. They're trying to pour syrup on some shit and call it pancakes, and it's where it, it works for right. me. This is what we were doing all along. Yes, this, yeah, exactly. this works for me, but it's created. You know, uh, you know, you got three Jokers now with. We're actually four jokers now. Yeah, you got, it's it's a mess. But and they it's their fault because they released a Joker movie that had nothing to do with anything. Now there's a new Batman movie that has nothing to do with Suicide Squad or the Justice League. Now they're redoing Justice League, but it's all in the multiverse. And we're like, that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna sell this package. And it it works for me. It works. Now comes right now. Let's go back to the MCU where things get. A little more troubling for me. Um, and Chris, I don't know how you feel about it, but we'll talk about it after this last little thing here. Um, Electro. Uh, Jamie Foxx has yeah. been cast once again to play Electro, a character that he has Whoa. already played in the second uh, Sony reboot, Amazing Spider-Man, which starred Andrew Garfield. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this. And maybe you can add to it, Chris. Uh, the reason why this bothered me was... One, Jamie Foxx is an incredible actor. Um, one who has not been... He is. He's wonderful. And he's not been used in the MCU yet. There's, For right. me, I feel like there's a lot of good opportunities and a lot of good characters left to be told in this MCU story that I think Jamie Foxx could play. So hearing him play another... Uh, play the same role, I was like a little bummed about that. 
What were your thoughts? What were your right. thoughts when you heard this? I agree. I agree. Exactly. It's it's a it it's not. I don't want to say it's a bummer. It's not a bummer, but it well it is though. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> it is. It is, and it isn't. It's like I don't know. Do you? How do I want to phrase this? It's. I feel like there's potential there to do something good, but I'm just worried that the old stuff is going to be haunting. Does that make sense? Yes, one hundred percent. Like we we saw how bad it can be. It needs to be a lot. It it's got a lot of ground to make up to be great. You know. Yeah, and and I was kind of thinking about this too. And this is again something that hasn't been even thought of in the MCU. I think as of now, but. You know, he's coming off this Mike Tyson movie. Maybe he could be that Luke Cage, you know? Sure. After, you know, sure. That'd be, I think, a cool one. Because I love Luke Cage. I think he's a great character who we haven't seen yet, except in Netflix. Absolutely. That's one example. But um, the other side of this, and is very somewhat interesting, is that Electro is a Spider-Man villain, so he's supposed to be in Spider-Man 3. There's also talk of Craven, the bount, who's a bounty hunter. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be working on all kinds of stuff. I think if they have the ability to play in this sandbox, you're gonna see some of the smaller hit. I mean, and and that's not to say, I guess if you watch into the Spider Verse, right, mm-hmm. you don't get a green, uh, you get a Green Goblin, but you don't get the Green Goblin that we're used to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you got these versions of villains that were all a little different, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like you expected. Like there was no Venom. But you're getting, you know, you get a scorpion that's a different kind of scorpion, more of a mech-based scorpion. Mm-hmm. And then you get, you know, and you get, um, uh, you get a Doc Ock that's a little different. So I just, I think they did a good job. I mean, Prowler was a main character in this Fiverr. So I think when you do this, you Wilson can do Fist. a mix of the recognizable characters, mm-hmm. and then you can also, you can throw in, yeah, and Tombstone was yep. in there. Like this one, you can, you can do that. You can say, okay, cool. Well, now we can do an Electro, but we can also throw in a Craven or like a freaking you know, the spot or something else weird, you know, we're seeing that more and more people are more and more accepting of the weird, the weird heroes and the weird villains. Like you see in suicide squad, Gar- guardians of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It can, when it's, when you're playing with the realities like that, you can have a little more fun with some villains and heroes. True. Now, Jamie Foxx, after this came out, he, he had posted something on Instagram and it was a picture of him kind of over the New York skyline in the old electro outfit. He wore in, uh, Amazing Spider-Man two, wow. but below below go. that was three Spider-Men, the back of them, which was clearly Garfield, Maguire, and Holland. Now that post got deleted very quickly, but I bet it did. But in that post, he also said that he won't be blue, which was like a big thing that fans hated. So, see, there you go. They, 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 they tried too hard to reinvent the character instead of just giving a dude lightning powers because the original Lecto's mask and costume are stupid. Yes. And How- then they were like, we'll go the other way. We'll make him be electricity. And it'll make him look like he looked like Mr. Freeze. Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze, but he had lightning powers. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, I will say the PS4 game, Spider-Man, that Electro, I absolutely love mm-hmm. because his character design st- still rocks that green and yellow. But instead of that stupid ass mask, uh-huh. he has like the like electric. He has basically that mask, but it's a scar on his face from just like electricity, yeah, exactly. which I thought was cool. It was creepy and all that. It was. It's cool. Those villains were all very well designed. They took the classic inspirations, introduced armor, and then turned them into almost bio armor, which, you know, Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man, Green Goblin caught a lot of flack in mm-hmm. that because he looks goofy. But at the same time, nowadays, we're just seeing more refined versions of that, where somebody, you take a villain, you give them the same goofy costume they had in the 70s made out of cloth, but you turn it into like an armor or a robotic-based sleek armor, and it looks cool. Yeah. So while I think the Green Goblin from Sam Raimi's first one, is the helmet's a little bit goofy. If it was a different, a tighter, smaller helmet, it would have been cooler. Um, I do think that it works, and we've seen that more, like you said, like, you know, score. I'm just looking at a picture of Scorpion here from the Spider-Man game. You know, and it's the still that spider or that scorpion armor, but it's very cool looking. LEDs and all kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, a good example. A really good example of that is both uh, Falcon and the Vulture in, in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Absolutely. Brent. Just a new way to, to yeah. show it. Or Taskmaster in the... Well, we haven't seen Black Widow yeah, yet, that's but open the air. Taskmaster in Black Widow. He's got... It's, it, they turn the skull into, you know, it's armor. We'll see how it looks, but I, I love the fighting style. So you got to find new yeah, ways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this was the first rumor to really... Or at least confirmed rumor that set things off. So here's what the remaining... Here was what came after it for Spider-Man 3. Uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in talks to star in the upcoming film. Now, this has been a rumor. That was a rumor. Another rumor that was tied to, uh, tied to this was Toby Maguire hadn't confirmed yet because he was holding out for more screen time. Sounds like a realistic thing Toby okay. Maguire would do, right? Seems like a Toby move. Uh, so that's that. And now. <laughs> Sony tried to dead the rumors slightly and said that both actors are not confirmed. However, they didn't say like, they didn't like kill the rumors. Like, no, that's not true. We're, we're not in talks with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Interesting. The last thing that's come out apparently is that Miles Morales has been casted, and, but the actor has not been announced. So there's a bunch of, it just feels, this whole thing has felt, I don't even want to say messy, and I don't, it's not sloppy either. It's just mysterious. It's just this, there are rumors that go out, and then they're not actively contradicted, and then other things come out, it seems like, well, that seems very possible. I just feel like there's all this out there. It's almost like there's all this information being intentionally out there just to throw everybody off the, the trail. Right, which would, I mean, yes. However, it's, another thing to, to, to think about, too, is that this is kind of what Sony does, and they don't do a good job of. So the only saving grace right. of this that I would say right now is that Kevin Feige is the creative. Well, yes, he's supposed to be the creative control behind this one, even though he's supposedly stepping away from this movie slightly. Right. Boy, I mean, what a what a whirlwind we're in for. Not only not only go just backtracking a little bit. Not only with WandaVision having its own implications with the multiverse and Doctor Strange 2, and then you're throwing in all this Spider-Man stuff. Like, I just feel like in the past, they, they were doing, Marvel was doing these big things, and they were doing them very well. And now they're saying, hey, we did so good for so long, let's throw in something fucking crazy and see if we can even keep all the balls up in the air. Because people, if people don't love it, they'll hate it. You know what I mean? When it comes to things complex like this. Yeah, and I think that's, that you brought up a great point. Um it could, be, it could be one thing where they just feel like they can't do anything wrong because they've had such great success. But looking at sure. looking at the upcoming slate before this is a Black Widow timeline movie that we don't know, which you, again, you said it on this show, which I had, didn't really think it was, but it could be a part of this whole multiverse thing. Absolutely it could. It's weird timing if it's not. Um, but I think, but that's, that's, I would say that still the prequel thing is still okay because we got a prequel with Brie Larson and they brought her back like in the present, like really quickly. And that worked out. Yeah. But she, you kill off black widow after she's been part of the thing for eight years. Get out of here. They're doing something. They're cooking up a something. Cooking up a something. Uh, yeah, this seems to be another way with multiverses is to bring back dead characters, which You've said multiple times on the show, Chris, like having Iron Man come back is not, or Captain America come back, not a, good, not a good look. Not a good look. So, I, and I would agree with you on that. I, I, let him, let now him in the die. comics, there is a, a version of Tony Stark that is just an AI, which yes. is okay. I was okay with, but still, I think in the. I'm okay with that, but I hate it. Just keep him out of it. <laughs> yes. Let's all, let's all move on. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, exactly. Um, Along with all these rumors of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, there's also been talk of Green uh, Green Goblin coming back. Now, Green Goblin was in the Andrew Garfield um, second one, and that one was he was that yes. was a terrible version of a Green Goblin. Didn't, didn't go so yeah, did not go away. Looked goofy, and it was. Dumb. And there's also been rumors of Tom Holland in the next Venom movie. He was supposed to be in the first one. 
in like a throwaway kind of weird scene where he's like it was supposed to just be Peter Parker. Which right. So this Sony verse is them really trying to hang on <laughs> to Spider Man. Which is why that God, they really want it. They're making it complex, man. They're shaking shit up and they they're just trying to get every nickel they can because they've seen what Marvel was able to do with the character that they've shit all over. Right. And the only reason the Andrew Garfield stuff got made was so they could keep the rights, but then Exactly. What's really sad about that is that Andrew there was supposed to be a third one and Andrew Garfield like got cut out super quick. And it anyway, I didn't think he was a bad Spider Man. I mean No, not at all. But Toby Maguire was like thirty playing a high school kid. So <laughs> So it really worked out. And then Venom was Toe for Grace from that seventies show. Yes. Yeah, so- so things can really change on you pretty quick. You know, the, it, it, casting can be funny, can't it? <laughs> it's wild. Um, so, Chris, where do you think this is going? And what would you feel would be acceptable or like you'd be like, OK, I'm OK with that. For, and then what would you be like? I'm not on board with that. This is going to sound weird, Brad, because it made me sound like I was a naysayer the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um. When it comes to the Spider-Man specifically, I would be okay with all of it. Oh, now you're okay with I it. I think I think part of me, there's a large part of me that thinks, why would you try and just piggyback on what Into the Spider-Verse did so well and they're going to make a sequel to that? Why would you try and piggyback on live action doing the same thing? But then I think to myself, but if they did and they pulled it off, it'd be pretty freaking rad. And DC's trying to do its thing like you already talked about. So I guess what I'm trying to say is if they attempt it, I'm down to see what happens. If it ends up being just a normal thing, and this was all hubbub, I'm not going to be upset. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, Toby Maguire didn't come back. But I also would love to be the guy that walks out of theater going, you know who killed it? Toby Maguire. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. You're, you're, you're playing. I'm, I'm either. I'm kind of you're either playing way. both sides of the fence. You're, you're giving the soft answer. I <laughs> a little bit. I'm saying I'm saying I'm happy no matter what. I'm not going to be like, well, how dare they? Unless they bring back a shot for shot remake of Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, you're you're absolutely right in the regards of if they pull it off and it's amazing, then fine. I think everybody's going to be on board and OK with it. And I will probably good for you guys. I will yeah. probably be just as fine with that. However. They do this. And in my opinion, I think it's going to suck because one. Sure. To- when was last? We talked about this, Chris. Like, when was the last time Toby Maguire was in a movie? Like three years. Was it three years? I thought it was like longer than that. I think it was something. Could have been four. Could have been 2016. So. If the- they do this and it just fucking tanks. Which, they, I mean, they haven't cast, there's nothing that the MCU hasn't cast that didn't work out except for sure. Rhodey. And, and that's only because he wanted too much money and he was being a dick. And uh, what's his name? Ed Norton. Terrence Howard. No, and, oh, yeah, and Howard. Ed Norton for wanting creative control. Yeah. yeah he, he got him too. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not looking at this as the success rate being so... High, but maybe big risk, big reward. If they do it, they do it. Totally possible. Who do you think's casted as Mars Morales? And will we get uh, Donald Glover back in the mix? Um, no, we won't. But I don't know who's. Ca- that's a great question. I was, I was actually just looking into that. Like, who could it be? But it'll probably be somebody unknown. I think. Yeah, I would agree. Probably Sam Jackson. <laughs> a DH Sam Jackson when he's like. 12 hell yeah i'd watch that movie every day all day son so after this it's gonna be a trip it's gonna be gonna a trip be something now this already has a release date of december 2021 so again again okay. which makes me think this is a lot to chew Something's going they've on. started filming uh zendaya show up i think uh tom uh tom holland is in between Uncharted and Spider-Man 3. They're filming in Atlanta. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has arrived as well. Good Lord. So, <clears throat> it's going to be a, a mixed madness of a multiverse. I can't say I'm on board right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're. I mean, we're, we're, more information to come out. I think we uh, we're at a tipping point, right? The more stuff we learn, that's actual hard details of the next year, is going to make us more excited or less excited. But it's like, oh god, they they're going to go for that, or oh cool, that's a cool idea. But we're, right now, we're still just like, what's true and what's not exactly, true? Exactly, exactly. You know? And I think too, I mean, at the end of the day, Chris, not only can you buy a watch, but hey, that's it. At the end of the day, it's night. We're still gonna go see this movie, so they're still gonna get my money, whether Tobey Maguire makes an appearance or not. Oh hell yeah! So, that being said, we just dropped you a bunch of knowledge. Lots of knowledge. Science. Technical, scientific, and dropped you the rumor mills of what's to come in this MCU future. To be honest, though, it's all up in the air because we don't even know if we're getting WandaVision in the next couple weeks here, let alone Black Widow and May. So uh, let us know your thoughts on uh, the MCU. Hit us up uh, at G Splash Podcast over on Instagram, or you can email us at gsplashbc at gmail. Tons of stuff to talk about with that. Let me know. I, mean, I feel like I'm Charlie. After reading all the stuff that I did, I feel like I'm Charlie Day uh, trying to find Carol and give her her mail. <laughs> Carol! Giving the mail. Carol! And Pepe. What was his name? Pepe Silvia? Pepe Silva. Yeah. So that's how I feel right now with me just uh, conspiracy theorizing everything together. Uh, but if you want to see it, cool, let us know. And uh, if you're feeling froggy, go ahead and buy a hoodie or a tee. Links are down in the episode stuff below. Do it. And we will be continuing to break this down because we have nothing else to do. Because we're locked in and we're quarantining all over again. Nothing to watch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have no idea what we're talking next week because we have to pull some stuff on the fly like we always do. We'll but it'll it be out. dope because we'll this is dope, this show. dope show. As always, I'm your host Bradley Baxter with my man Chris Bucky Watts. Bucky Watts. We'll see you next week, y'all. Peace. Peace.